Hey, everybody, I'm Becky Davidson, host of the Rising Above Ministries podcast, where we share stories of hope, inspiration, and encouragement from special needs families from around the world. Now, dads, we want to make sure that you know about an event that we have coming up in just a few weeks designed just for you. It's our Extraordinary Legacy event. It's a father-focused weekend event designed to encourage and equip special needs dads. You're going to get to join together in person with dads from around the country for a whole weekend that's filled with adventure and fun and just being in community with other dads who get it, where you can be challenged and inspired to be the men the husbands and the fathers that God created you to be. So it's coming up the weekend of October 22nd, 23rd, and 24th at Cedar Lake Camp, right outside of Cookville, Tennessee. You can find out more on our app or on our website, and we'll also include a link in the show notes. But you don't want to miss this weekend. It's going to be a fabulous time to join with other dads who get and understand your life and encourage and equip each other to be the men God called you to be. So be sure to check that out. Now, all, for all the moms who are listening, encourage your husbands to go. I, just trust me. It will be life-changing for them and life-changing for your entire family. So if you can find a way to make it happen, make it happen because your lives will be impacted for good And I know you won't regret the effort that it took to make that happen. So be sure to check out our website or our app for more information on the Extraordinary Legacy Conference retreat that's coming up in just a few weeks. Now, my guest today is a dear friend of mine, Rita Reagan. And Rita is a friend who's been part of Rising Above for many, many years. She also leads one of our community groups on Thursday nights for moms. And I just had the best conversation with her. I love her heart and the way that she pours into other people. I know that you are going to be encouraged by her story and what she has to share in this podcast episode. So I can't wait to introduce you to my friend, Rita Reagan. Hey, Rita, thank you so much for joining me today for the podcast. I'm so excited to get to have this conversation with you and for our listeners to get to know more about you. So thank you so much. Thank you for asking me. I'm honored to share my life with anybody who'll listen. (laughs) Well, I, you know, I've had the privilege to know you for several years now. I couldn't, I honestly, if I think back, I I don't even know how long it's been. It's been a long time. Yes. And you guys have been a part of Rising Above and come to our events and goodness for how long would you say? Probably 10 years, 15 years, maybe, or. Yeah, a very long time. Very long time. I remember telling Jeff, where have you been all these years? Because Heather's about to be 37 or 38 next month. So yeah. it would have been awesome to have this when she was small and I was going crazy trying to figure this life out. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're glad that you found us and that you've been part of the Rising Above family Me for too. all these years. And and you're you now serve as one of our community group leaders, which we're going to talk about later. But you know, you're you not only are part of our family, but you serve in the ministry as well. And so I'm just so grateful for you and all that you do. But I would love for you to share just a little bit about your family who lives in your home with you and just a little bit about what your life looks like. Okay. Well, um, I'm a widow. So 
it was it I live in a great big old house and it was just a really good idea for my daughter and her family to move into this big old house and um Heather doesn't want to live with us she wants her own place but she doesn't she can't stay at night by herself she's with her sister during the day and then I'm with her at night so um but she does not want too many, many people, she says. <laughs> mm, so he- tell us a little bit about Heather, because you were you know, saying that she wants to live by herself. But Heather, you said she's, what, 36 now? Is that right? She's 37. She's going to be 30 uh, next month. Yeah, I have to do the math all the time. Yeah. Uh, she is, she's about to be 38, but mentally she's about 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very high functioning. She can make herself food. She she does all of her own uh, needs, but she doesn't see any danger. She is deaf and she is intellectually disabled. And um, she, you know, she just thinks if you are, you look nice and you're friendly, then mm-hmm. you are nice, you mm-hmm. know. And so she doesn't see danger. If someone were to show up at the door, she'll let them in. Mm. So we have to constantly guard her about that. And, um, you know, she loves to get on Facebook and talk to her friends, but we have to guard that as well because there's so many stalkers mm. and yeah, she doesn't know the danger in that. Yeah. It would be so easy for her to be taken advantage of. And so yeah. you have to yeah. put some safeguards and I, you know, actually I would love to talk about that. Just what are some of you, know, you look at that and it's, I think for so many of our adults with special needs, they kind of live in, in both worlds, you know, for those who are higher functioning that that can live on their own, but they need the support. You know, Heather is so sweet and she's so, you know, like you said, feels like everybody is safe. So Uh what are some of those safety guards that you put in place to help protect her? Well, the good thing is, you know, she sees the world uh, as it, and the bad thing both is she sees it all black and white and um, you know, no danger. Everybody's good if they're, you know, if they look like they're good. And, um, but we, we guard her, um, by, you know, always having somebody with her, uh, except for very short little periods of time and then kind of have somebody on the lookout, uh, for her. She doesn't, um, See, she doesn't know anything is is wrong other than she's deaf. She thinks mm-hmm. she is totally normal in every other way, which is hard on the rest of us. Right. Because, you know, she wants to do things that other people do that she's never going to do. She wants to drive, you know. Mm-hmm. She totally can't do that. Um, she doesn't understand. You don't just run over somebody when they run out in front of you. <laughs> Right. You know, right. She, she just has road rage. And so we have to deal with that. She has road rage with us. We can't tell her that we're going to do something until we're about to do it. Mm-hmm. And I've warned others, you know, that want to take her somewhere or do something with her. I said, please don't tell her yeah. Listen, until you are about to drive in her driveway. Mm-hmm. Do not tell her um, because she does not do disappointment. She she just has a meltdown. Yeah. You know, it's, it's here's this big adult lady uh, body with a little child mind in it. So she just, all her emotions are outward. Uh, She has a little job. She loves so much uh, to go to this little job and get money. I was going to say, what does she do? What is her job? Zaxby's and all good. And she um, cleans the, the lobby. 
you know, wipes the tables off, takes the trash out. I didn't know she did that. That's great. Yeah, she does that two days a week. That's about all she's she can do. And she just does it for a few hours each day. But it's enough to satisfy her. And she wants to do things. She mm-hmm. she wants to be with people. She uh, her and my daughter go volunteer places. Uh, they've they've helped people clean their house. They've decorated for Christmas in Sparta last year. Um all over town. So uh, just anything to keep her busy and occupied. Yeah. yeah. To keep as she gets yeah. bored and lonely. She mm-hmm. is so lonely. Yeah. Uh, she really loves friends and wants to be with them. And she has had a hard time this past year with mm-hmm. being shut in and not being able to go out. It's been hard on so many of our friends with special needs um, who are so used to, they're very social and they want to be with people. Even John Alex, who he's nonverbal, he is missing his friends. I mean, he's missing being with other people. And, you know, I think that's been so hard for so many of our families to find ways for, for not only us to be in community, but for our children to be able to be in community with other people. And um, I think for me, that's been a big challenge. And it sounds like for you as well. Yes, she doesn't do well with Zoom because, you know, she she um, has to have somebody to interpret. And yeah. it's, you know, that's very hard to put mm-hmm. that both of those things in the screen, the person talking and somebody uh, interpreting it. So she she doesn't do well with that. She gets very impatient with it and bored with it. Yeah. So and, and that's so hard. You know, I know from talking with Chris Pierce, you know, and and hearing her story about her daughter, we did a podcast episode with Chris sharing her story about her daughter, who was also deaf. And about, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's one of those things we don't really think that much about, but how hard that, that affects every aspect of everywhere you go, if you're going to a restaurant to order food, or you're going to have interactions with anybody, you have, it's a a totally different language, and you have to have someone who can interpret for you. Yes. To be able to do that. So how has that been challenging for you on this journey? Finding people who can communicate with her, finding people who do understand. Um, what have you done to try to help alleviate some of those stresses? Well, we we uh, just go with her, you know, everywhere to interpret for her because there is such a shortage of an interpreters in Tennessee. it's next to impossible to get somebody to interpret for you. So I know there's laws and rules and regulations about that um, for the disabled, but we find ourselves having to do it ourselves. Yeah. But also because she, you can't just, if you are an interpreter and say, you know, American sign language, you can't just walk up to Heather and expect her to understand everything you're going to say, because again, she's only, 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. So she talks like that in sign language as well. Yeah. She, um, she doesn't understand everything. She's, she's going to be reading on a first, second grade level. So you have to interpret to her At on a first level. level. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know you shared earlier, you are a widow like me. We're both widows. And I actually was with you the day that your husband passed away. It was at a by the brook retreat. I'll never forget that. I will never forget that experience. I will never forget that as well. And I would, I was in the most perfect place I could possibly be in when I got the, that news Mm -hmm. and the night before we had laughed so hard. I was just, 
in stitches. We yeah, at, all, by the, at by the brook, yeah. Yes, by the brook. Um, the inner the the comedian that night was just on fire. It wasn't just laugh and not and laugh and not. It was a solid laugh. It was like, please, please. Yeah. Give me, let me breathe for a minute. Yeah. Yes. So I needed all of that, Mm -hmm. all those endorphins and everything, Mm -hmm. because the next morning I was going to get that news, that devastating news. And if I had not been lifted up Mm -hmm. to a different level than not before, I don't, I don't know how I would have reacted to that. Yeah. You know, and I was right there around people who love me and who took me in, rushed me to a back room and loved on me and prayed for me. Where else could I have been to have received all of that? It was, it was amazing. I'll never forget that. So it's not a bad memory every year to go back to by the brook, knowing that that happened Mm -hmm. those years ago. Uh, That was seven years ago, but um, it's a good memory because mm-hmm. of the love that I felt yeah. that day. Wow. Well, so you and I are both solo parents now doing this yes. by ourselves. And not only are you a solo parent to Heather, but you're also caring for a grandson who yes. you're now discovering has some unique needs as well. So share a little bit about that and that journey that you're on right now with your grandson. Well, um, we are just now in testing for him to see what uh, learning disability he has and probably uh, some ADHD uh, with his attention span. And um, I decided to homeschool him. Okay. So you work full time and you're homeschooling. Is that what you just said? Yes. I work full time, (laughs) homeschool Alexander. And there are things he can do without me. And then after I, you know, do the things with him one-on-one and then uh, feed him, get him ready and then feed Heather and uh, spend the night with her. So it's, it's, it's busy, crazy all the time. And Um, and then you're doing therapies on top of that as well. And appointments (laughs) and. Yes, I have to, he has to go to uh, occupational therapy and he also goes to, um, a place for um, just counseling mm-hmm. sessions for mm-hmm. his behavior and to help him because he's an abandoned child and he know you know he his little spirit feels that mm-hmm. so we go for counseling and um, you know do all the things that 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 entails all those appointments and everything so uh, it's a it's a full time yeah. <laughs> full-time job on top of your full-time job, yes. you know, and, and when, when we're doing this as, you know, solo parents, you don't have that other person to take some of that load for you. It's, it all falls, you know, on our shoulders. And so yeah. that it, it's, it's can be a very, very heavy load sometimes, but I know you do it with grace and, and just with a smile on your face and then continue to pour out to other people on top of doing all that you have to do. So it's, it's amazing to see you on this journey. And, you know, I would love to know what have you learned on this journey of being a special needs mom and also a special needs grandmother um, that you probably would have never learned any other way? Oh my goodness. I have learned that I can't do any of this on my own accord. I know that for sure. I know 
that if it wasn't for Christ in my life, there was, there's no way I would have Mm -hmm. the strength nor the courage to get up every day and do this over again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I thought I'm about to be 60 in less than two months. And the thought of raising a child, you know, but Heather is an eternal child. She will be raised (laughs) forever. And now another one on top of that. And, you know, at this age, this wasn't my dream life, (laughs) but it's the life that I have and I can make the best of it, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, the things that I've learned with Heather is to be silly and have fun and love your friends. And um, the best things though, is her childlike faith, Mm. Uh, how very in tune she is to, to the things of of Jesus Mm. and how simple she, she thinks about things. And, you know, when she was little, you know, and, and thinking about her, her life and, and how she would be somebody at church bought me a ticket to Sandy Patty concert and Sandy Patty um, has a group of people, deaf people that comes to her concerts and they sign to them. They interpret the whole thing to them, but she learns to, to sign a song at the end. And it was like, my eyes just caught them way across this big, Uh, auditorium and there they were signing and the Lord said to me in my spirit of course that she will know me Mm. she doesn't have to hear with with the same ears you do she will know me and um you know she she really really she when she has a meltdown and she's just lost control. She will go in her room and she will come back in a little bit. I talked to Jesus. I'm better now. Wow. That that's how we, we deal with that, you know, and, um, I'm so grateful for that. I would not have known that sweetness, mm-hmm. that childlike faith, the faith, you know, the faith of a child and in mm-hmm. her saying, you know, she's how often do when we're having a bad day or having a moment we just go and stomp or, you know, get upset or go into the, you know, go into the pit or whatever. And yeah. yet she goes and she's like, okay, I'm going to talk to Jesus. And I know he's going to make me feel better. And yes, what if we all did that? You know, what I if know. It was all our first I response. I know it's so simple to her, but so because simple. of that black and white mentality of hers, this is just what you do. This is what you this do. Is, this is it. Wow. What, what a gift. And, you know, I think about, you know, that godly perspective that, you know, we have a choice on this journey Mm -hmm. to where we can compare our lives to other people on Facebook or other people on Instagram. And it's so easy to dip down into that pit and go, well, I don't get to do this and I don't get to do that. How Mm -hmm. do you keep from doing that? Because it would be very easy for you to look at your life, you know, your widow, solo parent, You've got a, an adult daughter with special needs who requires, you know, 24 seven care. Basically now you're raising a grandson and homeschooling. It would be very easy to look at other people and get jealous, get envious of their life. How do you stay out of going to that place? What do you do to kind of guard yourself from going there? Well, I do go there occasionally. (laughs) We, I, well, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. But what grounds me 
is is my faith. Mm-hmm. And because I I live by this motto that I have three things to do. I first have to believe. I have to believe in the one he whom he sent to save me and redeem me and take care of me and love me unconditionally. And then I have to trust him with everything that comes into my life. He allowed to come into my life, not to hurt me, nor to tear me down or make me pitiful, but to make me powerful Mm. and to, to grow me and teach me and make me into who he created me to be. And he thinks I have to trust him to that. He did that for those reasons and, and no other reason. And then I have to obey what he tells me. If I do not obey him, <laughs> it's yeah. not going to be a good life. You know, I could refuse to take my grandson. I, you know, I could put uh, Heather uh, in a, a group home or whatever, but I have to, and that, that wouldn't, there wouldn't be anything wrong with that at all. I just have to do what God told me to do. to do. Exactly. And what he's going to tell you to do is going to be different than what he tells me to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so just, just learning how to obey. And I'm not saying I do it yeah. willingly and just surrender nicely. Yeah. <laughs> How do you hear? So how do you know? So like, how do you, how do you, what is, how do you know when it's like, okay, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. How, yeah. how is it that you, how is it that you know that you, you say, well, obey? what does that look like for you? Well, you test it through his word, through reading the Bible and knowing what he, what his character is and what he would have you to do in circumstances and then just get alone and quiet and talk to him mm-hmm. and see how my spirit feels about it. Mm-hmm. You know, my flesh may not feel good about it. My <laughs> flesh is not happy at all that I'm in this predicament. Yeah. You know, I was going to travel and, you know, all these things. Yeah. And, and I wasn't going to be uh, doing all this. But my spirit says, you are right where I want you to be. Mm-hmm. This, is, so good. this is what it is for mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I can go with that and accept that because he loves me Yeah. or I can wallow in self-pity mm-hmm. and doubt and fear and be mm-hmm. sick and anxious about everything. Yeah. What, it, what am I going to do? What, you know, he takes care of me mm-hmm. and I know that. It's so beautiful. So I love that. Believe number one, two, trust him. Mm-hmm. Obey. That's yeah. So, so good. And doesn't it almost like. For me, like when I look at my life and I, and you know, I, yes, I get jealous when I hear of other people getting to go on trips and getting to go do all these things that, that just don't fit in my life. Yeah. But, but if I can stop honestly and like, look at like, find the things that I have to be so grateful for, Yes. then it shifts my perspective. And then I also like, just like to have this heaven word mindset of going, okay, this is temporary. Yes. Temporary. This isn't how it's always going to be. And when we get to heaven, oh my goodness. Yes. Amazing. I know. Do you do the same thing? Yes. Yes. And, you know, when I get into the, oh my goodness, you know, this is terrible kind of thing. God reminds me of what he's told me so many times. It won't always be this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It won't. Yeah. It won't always be this way. Someday it's going to be more amazing than we can ever fathom. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, that's my hope. It's not always going to be. Not always going to be this hard. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. So good. So good. And, you know, I know so many of the the families who listen to our podcast, they um, have had some really hurtful church experiences. They've tried to go to church. They've been disappointed. They've had a church who has, you know, who has done things that have not been helpful, but have been more harmful than helpful. But you have actually had a really great church experience. And I would love for you to share, because I think people get discouraged thinking, is there any place out there that's going to love and accept my child? But you have found a place that has been very loving and accepting. So share a little bit about your church experience. Well, everywhere we've ever we've ever gone um, for a great length of time have just loved on Heather and welcomed her in. We have had experiences with, you know, teenagers being ugly or something, you know, when she was smaller and made a lot of noises and, Mm -hmm. you know, she doesn't talk plain. So, you know, there's a lot of stares and stuff and, um, you know, there, there's been some really hurtful, hurtful things, but church has been, amazing for us because she is so social and so loving toward people Mm -hmm. and uh, very sweet um, that it's just been a wonderful time for us. We've been welcomed in. We've we've had um, people that have offered to interpret for her. Um, She won't let me do it. You know, Uh, it's kind of mom. I'm not supposed to. (laughs) But um but she she will ask me, you know, what's going on if she doesn't understand something. But she loves it. She loves the music. Um, it, it's just been really good for us. I don't know what we would do without our church family. Yeah. Um, that have, you know, I have family members that do not uh, take Heather places or spend time with her or get to know her, you know, for years they've they've said, what is she saying? Or mm-hmm. tell her this or something. I'm like, you know, you can learn sign language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a church family, they just love on her and um, spend time with her and have taken her um, so I could have a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's been wonderful for us. So and I, I just, uh, she would just be uh, lost if she didn't have her church family. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and them loving her the way so good. And so just for, for our friends who are listening, who feel so discouraged, just know there are places out there that do love and accept our church. Same, same with where we go to church. It's the exact same thing. They love John Alex Mm -hmm. and accept him. And it just, Mm -hmm. when, when I walk in the door, you know, people greet him before they greet me, you know, when, when we Mm -hmm. go and it's, it's so, so, so sweet, but you know, I mentioned earlier when we got started that you lead one of our community groups and yes. you lead a group on Thursday nights for moms and mm-hmm. you've got moms from literally yes. all over who are part yes. of this group. So share about your group and share about the importance of community. You know, I know you're, you've already shared how busy your life is. I mean, you were, and I know you're involved in so many more things that we haven't even brought up here. Things that I know that you do that, that, that you yeah. haven't even mentioned here. Your life is very busy and very full, but you make time for this community group with other special needs moms. So share about your, that group, the group of moms that you meet with, okay. and then why this group is important to you. You know, even you're tired. It's eight o'clock at night, your time. 
And yes. then like they get on and stay a long time. So like, yes, you know, they do. so, so share, but why is it important to you? And then share a little bit about your group. Oh my goodness. I love these ladies so much. And um, we started meeting last year after by the brook, we linked up to do a study and thought we'd just do a study, you know, and we've been going ever since mm -hmm. we just, you know, sometimes we do a study and, you know, we always um, talk about uh, the Lord and everything. And, um, but these ladies are from New York, Massachusetts, Costa Rica, Kansas, um, and now Kentucky. So we're just all over the place. And it's so fascinating at the different cultures and everything. Mm -hmm. And we all love talking about our kids. And we end up talking about them the majority of the time and different things. And the, there's um, more mature ones that help the younger ones with mm -hmm. things that they've already experienced. And we are exhausted on, on Thursday night at eight o'clock, but we just glean from each other some encouragement and some community to have somebody that understands what we're going through where we've been or where we're going. And um, it is such a loving and sweet place. Mm -hmm. We we need it. It doesn't matter how tired we are. It mm -hmm. seems like we are rejuvenated and can get up early the next day and do what we have to do. Yeah, even yeah. though we've been on there. Uh, hours, hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I love it. We, I would I would talk to to our friend Mata, who's in your group, who I'm friends with as well. And, and it would be like, oh my goodness, I was on group till like 11 o'clock last night. And, but she, you yeah. know, it's life giving and especially for our moms who, who are not able to be in community anywhere else. Yes. To have that, you know, you think, you think, oh, having community via Zoom, people are tired of being on Zoom. They're tired of doing that. But the reality yeah. is you can have community yes. and life with other people and do life yes. together, even if it is over the computer. Yes. And, you know, some of these ladies have not found a church, mm -hmm. you know, and they're having a hard time finding a church that accept their kids. Right. And so this may be church for them. Yes. Yeah. You know, so we yeah. may, we may, whatever we do there to study the word or um, talk about, you know, what we're thankful for, all those things that may be church for them, yeah. you know, because they don't have anywhere to go, that they can, uh, you know, and, and thankfully some of them have linked up with, with churches now. Yeah. And it's, it's so good, but we, we just, um, we have just fallen in love this last year mm -hmm. and, and, and don't want to stop. Yeah. Don't know when we will or if we will. <laughs> Till Jesus comes back, you're going to keep exactly. going, you know, we'll yeah. Your group, your people can still sign up. Our groups are just getting started for the fall. Yes. You can join in at any point with the group you lead, with the group I lead on Wednesdays. Yes. You know, so if you're listening and you are longing for community, you're longing to be with people, Rita and I would both say, yes. go to the Rising Above website, look yes. at the different groups that we have available and sign up for a group. We have, we have them all throughout the week. And Yes. We can't say enough about that. I mean, like my group, I just, I, it's, as we're recording this, I just finished meeting with one of my groups that I'm in. You know, I have a mom from Sweden. I have moms from all across the country. And it's such a sweet time. It is. To come together. It so, is. 
We are big believers in community, aren't we, Rita? Yes, yes. I could not. No one was created to be a Lone Ranger Christian. (laughs) We weren't. We need each other. We were designed that way. And, and, you know, some people are um, very shy and don't want to get too involved. And, you know, some people have been hurt and they don't want to get involved. But if, if you will just try and, and link up with a group that you fit into and get with some moms that uh, are like-minded, yeah. it would help you so much. It will yeah. give you so much encouragement. If you've had a lousy week, but Thursday's coming, you know, <laughs> I hear that from, I hear that from Mata all the time. She's like, yeah. okay, I, ca- I have my group tonight. I've had a really hard day, but I have my group tonight, you know, yes. and it's yeah. so important. Well, Rita, you and I are both, well, I'll call us veterans, you know, like we're, 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 we have older kids. John Alex is about to turn 24, you know, Heather's in her upper thirties. What would you say to that young mom who's listening right now? Who's maybe just starting out on this journey, who's trying to figure out how in the world I'm going to make it. What would you say to that young mom? I would say for um, any new mother that just has found out some diagnoses, first of all, don't accept everything that they tell you. We were told Heather would never walk or set up or do anything. She would be a vegetable. And if you look at her MRI and her EEG, she looks like a vegetable. Mm. But she is amazing. She has um, been on the track team, volleyball team, can swim, can do anything physically anybody else can. Um, so don't don't just take that for a hundred percent truth and run with it because God is able to do miracles with that, no matter what. Yeah. What also link up with other mamas, just, you know, in the same boat. And don't try to do this by yourself. Mm -hmm. Never try to do it by yourself. Um, Find somebody that uh, is waiting and willing to love on you and support you and be there for you. Mm -hmm. That's super true. um, You know, I know like for you and for you and I, it's like we, I love nothing more than sitting down with a mama who's just gotten a new diagnosis and walking through that with them. And, and I know there's other moms out there who are like, yes, I, I, we've, we don't want all the pain and all the things that we have gone through to not be used. And we want to use yes. those to help other people. And yes. So if you're that young mom, reach out to us, join one of those community groups, because you will find all of our groups. We have moms who are, have kids who are newly diagnosed up to us who have children who are adults. And so yes. you can find someone and with a, with a variety of diagnosis that, you know, we yes. all different. And so um, being in that, those community groups, you, you will find someone who can pour into you yes. and, and help you. Yes. Yeah. There are little smaller groups formed from those groups, even, mm-hmm. you know, if, yeah. if two mamas with very similar situations, they make friends and then they also have, you know, contact with each other yeah. you know we we do marco polo uh sometimes yes. the app uh, the marco polo app yeah. we're big fans of the marco polo app yes. yeah or or we uh put get a group text or something you know mm-hmm. if we've got something to say to each other yeah. and so don't don't try to do anything on your own mm-hmm. yeah well Rita, well i thank you so much for your time this was a 
lovely conversation. And I got to know more about you than what I've even known after all these years. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm so grateful for you and your example of how to persevere through the hard things. And, and I know you would say it's only because Jesus is getting you through that. Yes. Yes. You are able to feel like a big champion every day. (laughs) It's just, it's just some miraculous way. Mm -hmm. He has all this strength that he can pour into us. And, and that's what gets me through. Well, I'm so grateful for you and grateful for your time. So thank you for sharing part of your story with us today on the podcast. I'm happy to thank you. Thank you for listening to the Rising Above Ministries podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a minute to leave us a rating and review. This helps others like you find our content more easily. You can learn more about how Rising Above Ministries is encouraging the special needs community by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.